At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, And I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You are looking live at Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN Primetime. We are off and running on a big, big Thursday night. That gentleman right there, even though I would say gentleman's questionable, is Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Closed yesterday's show by letting you all know I was going to be on Georgia State. Sean goes, yeah, I play Coastal Carolina. Good for you. I hope you lose. We are, however, both on the Cleveland Browns tonight with our actual survivor picks. Yes, we are. We are. More importantly, we are on the Cleveland Browns. Hold on to your butts. We're riding with the Browns. Week three. Didn't think week three Thursday night football divisional game was be where we would need to be. But you look at that board, man, it is, uh, there's some landmines all over that board. And and sometimes you got to get a little risky. And this is, this isn't pull the wool. This is fact. I will tweet out the screenshot. I am locked in. With the Cleveland Browns, all three of yours or just just one, just one. Just okay, one. you have three entries. I had one. Uh, I think I'm going Houston Texans with my other two. You're but this not particular going one, Houston Texans. If I win the Stop Browns, it. I'm telling Stop you, I'm it. going Texans Sunday. Why would you? I just I can't. I can't with you. Let's not start the show or arguing. Well, let's, I'm already. I'm let's, already let's, heated. Guess, let's tell I'm everybody. Heated let's tell everyone who we have coming first, on the show. I mean, you, let's get to our bettable or forgettable. You know what? You know what's a good thing though. It's like two weeks ago when I when I went to Indianapolis and you were like, I'm on, I'm on Virginia Tech. And I said, Why would you do that? I'm on Old Dominion. I felt good about that. So you know what? 
Sometimes a, a clash between you and I is, uh, is where it should be. As irony would have it, Virginia Tech has not lost since, and Old Dominion has not won since. <laughs> and by the way, I'm also on Virginia Tech tonight, so what could possibly go wrong? Uh, Two home dogs tonight uh, in college football. But more importantly, a uh, big Thursday night football game with the Cleveland Browns visiting, or hosting, I should say, the Pittsburgh Steelers. And speaking about those Pittsburgh Steelers, Max Starks, he will join us in 10 minutes on the sidelines there for every Steelers game. He will give us the latest on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Interesting kind of market movement today. And speaking of the market, Carl Johnson, who is our Thursday uh, weekly visitor from the race and sports book down there in Beau Rivage, Mississippi. Um, I like Carl. I like him a lot. Yeah. I was watching him. He puts out these little... Uh, uh, videos every morning on the on where the money's coming in. They're, they're great watches. Jick Jack Johnson, follow him on Twitter. We'll talk to Carl. I do want to get his opinion on the Rebels today, too. UNLV? No, Ole Miss. Oh, okay. Yeah, undefeated still. Trying to silently. Weird spot this weekend. Yeah. I want to get his opinion on them. Like, what's the energy down there in Mississippi regarding Lane Kiffin and his 2022 team? I know uh, Matt Humans uh, was a big believer in uh, in Ole Miss entering this year, but they haven't really been tested. Because let me tell you this: close game against Troy early on. My pre-flop opinion was that Georgia was vulnerable this year. After week three of college football, I think it might be actually Alabama. So, is there a team in the West? We just assumed that A and M was going to be it, but maybe it's Ole Miss. Maybe it's Arkansas. Arkansas got a big game this week at A and M, but I do think Alabama was vulnerable this year. I'll, I'll say this about the situational spot next week because Arkansas gets Alabama next week. Terrible spot. Arkansas and Texas A&M hate each other. That's going to be an incredibly physical game. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Arkansas is a two-point underdog. I mean, nothing would surprise me there. But I just I think that spot for Arkansas, it's a, it's a really tough spot, especially with Alabama getting Vanderbilt this week. But yeah, I was going to say Vanderbilt. I mean, Alabama's got a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're worried. They're worried. Well, you know... Uh, their their head coach did tell us that uh, that they will be the best team in the uh, in the SEC sooner rather than later. Or maybe it was the nation. I think it was the nation. Um, hey, uh, but under yeah, the underdogs in Northern Illinois last week. They won, but jeez, market doesn't have any respect for Vanderbilt. <laughs> Why would they? Why would you? Um, but no, I, that that would be a good one. Uh, Ole Miss gets Tulsa this weekend, north of a three touchdown favorite. Uh, but yeah, they play uh, Kentucky next week. Could be a little bit of a look-ahead spot, potentially, for Ole Miss this weekend. But an opportunity in uh, in mid-November to host Alabama. So we will see. Uh, absolutely, Ole Miss is, uh, has got some talent uh, there on that roster. So like, uh, like we said, Carl Johnson from behind the counter. Our guy Jared Smith uh, will be joining us later on in the show. Uh, we'll talk, chat with, uh, with Book It With Trent, a very popular... Uh, follow on social media. And then it wouldn't be Thursday, Sean, without the crew coming in studio. Derek Stevens and company, they will come in. Uh, Derek Stevens and Banksy, Darren Banks, both eliminated in the V-CIN primetime survivor contest. Like, I figured Banksy's run would be short. Derek's run was short simply because of the way he approached it. Stunning. Yeah, it wasn't a lack of... Of expertise as much as I just think he had a he had a plan plan, mm-hmm. and if his plan worked, he was going to be in a really really good situation. Problem is the plan didn't work, it did not. <laughs> and I would presume that unless you got fortunate in week one and two, anyone that took Derek's plan probably is regretting it now. Which was 
He had six full entries, and he went one team on all six in week one, one team on all six in week two. He went Dolphins, who won in week one, and Bengals, who actually lost to the Cowboys or Cooper Rush at quarterback in yep. week two. Yeah, that was uh, that was his uh, his plan. Uh, Banksy also with the Bengals. But, Sean, you still have all six? I do. Uh, I have three. You the- want to stay tuned in for who I'm taking in Survivor <laughs> yeah, it's, prime it's, time. It's wild. Yeah. Uh, big balls with three, and then producer Britton hanging on with his two. So uh, we still got uh, still got something to play for. The belt, uh, the V-CIN primetime belt. Unless, unless big balls doesn't want to give it up because technically that was the nightcap belt. Well, I think it, Nicole has the final say. That is true. Yeah. That is true. All right, let's get to it, Sean. A little bettable or forgettable. And we'll start with Thursday Night Football. Uh, once again, your current line, Cleveland laying four and a half with a total of 38, supposed to be uh, whipping wins there in uh, the mistake by the Lake Cleveland tonight. Hopefully Cleveland just gets it done. Here's an interesting thing, Sean. We got some props on it. Uh, Producer Britton brought this up. George Pickens was a very popular play for Offensive Rookie of the Year. He has all of two catches through two games. So, bettable or forgettable, two catches, five targets through two games, 26 receiving yards. Over under tonight on receptions, two and a half. Receiving yards, 27 and a half. Will he score a touchdown plus 375? Bettable or forgettable, George Pickens has a day tonight against the Cleveland Browns. Well, I just think it's hard to say until you actually get a visual of what the wind is doing in Cleveland tonight. I mean, you're already dealing with a quarterback in Mitchell Trubisky who it doesn't seem like Pittsburgh trusts to get extremely aggressive with. So George Pickens' best attribute is catching contested balls down the field. Yet the Steelers don't seem to be willing to throw the ball down the field. Think about this. They only have one receiver through two games that has a combined 100 yards. That's Deontay Johnson. He has 112 that's on 13 catches. Like, normally if a guy has 13 catches, I mean, a single game, like you think he's around the 200-yard mark, right? So they're not throwing the ball down the field. The tight end is their second leading catcher with nine. So I don't think it's a lack of talent thing as much as it is a philosophical thing in Philly. I mean, in Pittsburgh, they just seem to want to run the ball, uh, control time of possession, try and throw short intermediate passes, get first downs, punt, try and wait to the other team's offense makes a mistake and capitalize on good field position. That seems like the formula they're trying to use to be successful, and that's just not conducive you know, to a guy like George Pickens, who's already probably fourth on the, the, the food chart you know, behind Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, and Freermuth. And you could say he's fifth because Najee Harris is probably in front of him as well. So he's not getting a lot of opportunities, and when he gets them, they're not in the variety that you would need. Well, I would certainly, with the wind and the play so far of Mitch Trubisky, um, yeah, Deontay Johnson, 22 of 69 passes have been targeted towards him. 17 have gone to Friar Muth, 12 to Chase Claypool, uh, and then we mentioned George Pickens there at five. Yeah, I would say Najee Harris is, Najee Harris, excuse me, is much more yeah. of, a, of an option out and, of the backfield. And right now, if you want a dark horse, and he might not be a dark horse, I don't have the odds in front of me for uh, rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Garrett Wilson in, in uh, New York. He's playing well. Yeah, he's yeah. playing well. They're throwing him the ball. He has the talent to be productive, you know, with the targets. I think Garrett Wilson's on his way to a big season. Well, and this is a discussion maybe for another day, but that's why offensive rookie of the year, the market is so is so challenging because, you know, we all had these opinions. I I bet into it, you know, the Romeo Dubs situation. I mean, Romeo Dubs has had a handful of catches. So uh, I would you- say this, though, about the uh, specific one we're talking about. 
depending upon what the odds are, I might take a flyer on a Kenny Pickett rookie of the year. Because if they decide to go to picking in week four or five, and this offense turns into something that it hasn't been, he'll have a lot of momentum. See right there, 14 to 1 at BetMGM right now on Kenny Pickett. Those odds have been slowly creeping down because he's not playing right now. But uh, through two games, Mitch Trubisky has completed just 59%. Of his passes. Uh, we'll hit more bettable forgettables as the show goes on. But one more before we hit a break here. Uh, Max Starks will join us live from Cleveland. Uh, Steelers sideline reporter. He'll give us the latest on the Steelers and the Browns. But Alan Lazard, Christian Watkins, and Sammy Watkins uh, did not participate at practice today. Uh, neither did Randall Cobb. So not a great situation there. The Packers are a slight underdog at BetMGM uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, bettable or forgettable, it's just it's just Thursday, so certainly they could be back. But, man, that's a whole lot of wide receivers not practicing today, Sean. Yeah, and first of all, they need to get Alan Lazard healthy. I mean, he's only played one game, two catches, 13 yards. So, I mean, how is he missing practice? It's not because he's gotten too many reps especially in, in live action. So I'm not sure what's wrong with him. I could actually see a scenario where Randall Cobb might just be taking a vet day. So I'd have to look a little deeper into what's actually wrong with him. And Christian Watson has battled the hamstring since he got to Green Bay. So maybe potentially that's bothering with him slightly. Yeah, they were all limited at practice yesterday, uh, but did not participate. David Bakhtiari, maybe we'll see him. Yeah, he's a ghost. Who knows? Yeah, it's like Bigfoot. And, you know, oh, maybe there's a sighting over there. And then, nope, not the case. We will head to Cleveland, the site of Thursday night football Steelers and Browns. Max Starks, Steelers sideline reporter, joins us next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. About two hours away from kickoff Thursday Night Football. In Cleveland tonight, the Browns taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers, a classic AFC North rivalry. Wind will be whipping there in Cleveland. The Browns a four-and-a-half-point favorite with a total of 38, which is the lowest total on the board this week. Not the lowest in all of football, though. That would be Rutgers and Iowa. Alongside Sean King, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback, I'm Tim Murray, and let's head to Cleveland, Ohio right now, and welcome in Max Starks, sideline analyst for the Pittsburgh Steelers, former Steeler, Super Bowl champ, and uh, he joins us right now. Let's start with the obvious. You'll be down on the sidelines later on here, Max. What is the win like? Is it going to affect the two quarterbacks? You know, uh, I, so I was just I was just down, and it, it is pretty blustery. I mean, you can't look at the tops of the goalposts and look for the little flags to be flying. It's more on ground level. And that's where you can see this funny. Everybody down there is bundled up because the wind's coming right over the Eastern edge and just swooping down into the state. It's almost like Buffalo. Um, especially when you get around this time of year and a little bit later in the year, 
So it, 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 I think it will affect some of the air game, you know, and the efficiency that Jacoby Brissett operates with. And of course, what, what Mr. Bisky wants to do in the air. So I think this is going to be one where if you're picking those guys for fantasy, uh, it's going to be a little bit of tough sledding. You're going to have some low scores. <laughs> uh, my question is uh, last year, the Achilles heel max for this f- Pittsburgh defense was the run defense. Uh, they've gotten slightly better, but not much better this year. Cleveland brings their dominant rushing attack into this game. Does that now give the Browns a huge advantage with the win being what it is? Well, I think I think it would under normal circumstances if there's still a fear of the of the pass. But I think you could load the box, Sean. You know how that goes, right? When there's no fear of the quarterback airing it out against you, you can load that eighth man in the box. You can start playing a little bit closer and press and being on the line of scrimmage. So I think it is an advantage for the Cleveland Browns who, who tout one of the best running games. I think actually they are number one this week in the rushing attack, but there's ways to supplement that. I mean, you'd love to have TJ Watt out there, but I think the way that they started working against new England and using a different type of four man front. And now they have another week under their belt. Cause they didn't rep that at all in training camp. I think we will see a little bit more improvement there as guys continue to get more and more comfortable with how this new role is and new look without TJ for the next five to six weeks. You know, Max, we sit here through two games, and Mitchell Trubisky so far, 60%, not bad completion percentage, but only 362 yards through two games. Is this philosophically how Pittsburgh's trying to play, run the ball, play defense, play the field position game? Or is Trubisky not improved and his limitations don't allow him to be more productive? I, I So, Sean, I think it's more so the offensive schematics versus the actual player. And when I say that, I think when you look at um, Mitch and, the sh- you know, what we call the shot chart, right, where are they throwing attempts versus completions when you put it on a field, they've only thrown eight passes between the numbers. Everything else is – is numbers to sideline. And when you do that, it, you're, you're going to produce a lot shorter routes, right? Like he, they're not running deep out routes. They're not running, you know, deep corner routes. It's all these shallow type of routes and they don't attack the middle of the field. And when they do, it's very predictable with tight end seam routes. Maybe you have a quick slant here and there that you waited a little bit longer and it actually got to the middle of the field. But it's not, it's not an offense that's designed to do that. Plus here's the biggest thing, Sean they don't audible. They don't give the quarterback the autonomy to audible the ball. Now, could you imagine being a quarterback running an offense that you don't have the ability to audible or throw any type of like hots in there or, or sight adjustments? That's, that's kind of what he's working with. So I think it's more scheme than it is the personnel. Now, if it opened up, then we could judge him. But right now, based on the handcuffs that's there, I can't really say that it's all on Mitch. So this is fascinating because my vantage point where I sit and having watched you know, both games after the fact and kind of breaking it down. I was like, either Matt Canada is extremely limited or they don't trust Mitch. That was my takeaway after watching all of the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive snaps. So I know the public uproar is out with Trubisky in with Pickett, but internally, is there growing pressure on Matt Canada? Yeah, I think there is. I think there is. There are more mums about it, but you can hear in different words that Tomlin uses and phrases that he uses, we haven't scored enough points. Right? I mean, that's kind of the resounding thing. And that guys need to get better collectively before I blame individuals. I think when you hear those two phrases, that lets you know that 
okay, it's, we're not blaming the quarterback, first and foremost. It's not just the offensive line. And also, the production and the way plays are called is not getting it done. So there has to be an adjustment. So I think there is a growing pressure for Matt Canada to prove this system and why we kept, well, you know, why you kept him around for two years to see this. First, it was Benny. You needed a more mobile quarterback, but now you got a more co- quarterback and you're not using his mobility. And you're not giving him the full field vision an opportunity to utilize that based off of your play calling. We're chatting once again with Max Starks, Super Bowl winner with the Steelers and a uh, current analyst for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He'll be on the sidelines uh, later on tonight with Thursday Night Football with the Browns hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Najee Harris, uh, so far, 25 carries, 72 yards. That's good for 2.9 yards per carry. As a former offensive lineman, uh, what has been the issue so far through the first two games getting the run game going, Max? Uh, I mean, it's about communication with the offensive line, like knowing who your buddy is, knowing how these double teams work and staying on block. But also the tandem to that is running back has to also see what's going on. And some of the things are either bad footwork on the initial come out like, Sean, I I want you to answer this for me. If you're running 22 double or or duo play, right? Right. Double teams front side and, and with the center and guard on the backside. Um, would you take counter reverse foot footwork and have the quarterback and have the running back go counter step and then come across and get back into the a gap on play side? Well, no, that takes too long. Exactly. Yeah. But that's what we did the first play of the game against new England. And the hole was there. James Daniels had a nice seal block working up to the backer backside. Got a nice, got a nice scoop block going and Najee bounced it to the outside, right? Cause momentum's going to carry you there. And if your eyes already set to the outside to try and turn back in and stop, you lose that half a second, and now the hole closes up. So that's where it's like everybody wants to blame the offensive line for the rushing attack, but there's little things like that that make a difference in how successful you're going to be on the play and how fast you can hit a hole as opposed to having to hesitate. And that's why you see Najee kind of hesitating and not just running full speed at it like it, like it's a dive play. So I think that's where I get kind of frustrated looking at it because people want to pile it on the offensive line. but. It's also schematics and personnel and vision that are also involved with that. And I hope they simplified that for tonight. And we'll see. It's something that was put on as emphasis, but the game has to obviously dictate such. Hey, Max, I, I know you're a Steeler and uh, with the Steelers uh, broadcast team, but I'm curious, as a former NFL player, what do you think this week was like for the Cleveland Browns based off of the way that they absolutely gave that game to the Jets last Sunday? Oh, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. You're pissed off, but the good thing is is that I get to go back and rectify wrongs, right? <laughs> Sooner rather than later. So, yes, it sucked. I got I got to sit there and take what was given because we actually gave it to them. But the fact that you get to now come to a game and you know that in, you know, 72 hours you're going to be stepping on the field again to play another game to kind of avenge that. That's what you look for. And I think for both of these teams, not just Cleveland, but Pittsburgh, you had two very winnable games for both of these teams that you did not take advantage. You did not do what you were supposed to do. So now there's even more aggression that's going to come out in a shortened window, especially what I think is going to be more ground and pound type of game. Yeah, this actually, I think, works against Pittsburgh because Denzel Ward is the culprit, and he is one of the best cornerbacks in the game of football. So I'm sure you'll get a very focused uh, effort from that Brown secondary. we got about a minute left, Max. In your opinion, how does this game unfold tonight? I think it's going to be physical. I think the uh, the loss of Jadavion Clowney on one edge is going to be telling because now you can give more attention to Miles Garrett and you got two rookies behind him on the outside edges. 
Um, I think that's one aspect of it that can help in the Steelers' fashion, but also the run defense. We're going to see what the Steelers' run defense is if you can combat Chubb and Hunt and their run style and, and that good offensive line that Cleveland boasts. And I think it's going to really come down to, I think, the last possession. Again, I'm sure Browns fans don't want to hear that, but I think it's going to come down to that at the end of this just because the quarterbacks are neutralized by the wet. He is Max Starks. He'll be on scene. We appreciate the uh, the update on the weather. We'll throw meteorologist Max to your to your list of uh, 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 for your resume there. But we appreciate it. Have a great call tonight. Hey Max, I'm in AZ this weekend, baby. Let's catch up. <laughs> okay, let's do it. <laughs> there he is, Max right, Starks, please. Steelers sideline analyst. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. We didn't tell Max that we had the Browns and Survivor. We, we left that. We, we omitted that one uh, in our discussion with former Pittsburgh Steeler. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN has a new podcast to help you bet on pro football's biggest games. VSIN, pro football betting podcast, puts out three episodes each week to thoroughly cover up every, to thoroughly cover every pro game. Host Danny Burke and VSIN analysts give their insight on betting spreads, totals, props, and futures every Monday, Thursday, and Friday. Download and subscribe to the VSIN pro football betting podcast today, wherever you get your podcast less than two hours away from thursday night football that's sean king former tampa bay buccaneer i'm tim murray the collective sigh of we're both on the browns for survivor how you (laughs) so let me ask you this we just chatted with max starks who's on the sideline he said the wind is blustery he felt like now, the Pittsburgh Steelers could load the box. Now, he is a Steelers analyst and a former Steelers, so he likes to, you know, he wants to look at a glass half full. He wants to believe in the Steelers. Does the wind being around 20 miles per hour worry you more or less about where we stand in Survivor with the Browns? Well, it doesn't because it's not like Pittsburgh gets to play in the Dome when they're on offense. So whatever wind is an impediment for the Browns' offense, it's the same wind for the Steelers' offense. So I always favor the home team when it comes to conditions because they live in Cleveland. So they're accustomed to whatever the weather is in Cleveland. They practice in it every day. You know, they leave the facility. That's how it is. You know, that was always a thing. You know, the home team always has an advantage. It's why Buffalo doesn't have a dome. They want teams to have to come to upstate New York late in the year and play in freezing cold, blustery, rainy conditions because they're there every day. So it should be something that they're more comfortable with than the opponent. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, uh, the, the picks are in. You can't change the picks. I will say this. Uh, I just tweeted out. Uh, in a show of solidarity, me and the Ginger Genius have both made our Survivor selections. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Real Sean King. You can follow him at One Tim Murray, uh, a good friend of the program. Yes, about the Bear Chris Felica, the Bear Baby said that uh, he is with me and you tonight. So uh, we ride, Bear. Yeah, let's go, Bear. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think the bear is at the game, I believe. I think he is. He might be. He works. Uh, I think he works closely with Kirk Herbstreet. So uh, let's ride together. The three of us, the three best friends that anybody could ever have. Me, Sean, and the bear. This is actually extremely true. So we ride. We ride, And bear. then, of course, Femi, uh, Bef- how you say? Abebefe. Abebefe chimes in with some negativity. Unlike you guys rooting against me a week ago, I wish y'all all the best. Yeah, because you're out, Femi. Okay? You know what, Femi? We love you. And you're, we, and you you're can our keep, guy. You can keep your underhanded compliments yeah. and your sarcasm. Like Herman would say, just don't hit send. Jeez, I didn't win six million, so I don't want Tim and Sean to win it either. That I did. Didn't you? Did you not feel that energy? I winning? felt that energy. Yes. I felt yes. that energy. You know what? I'm not going to tweet into live bet tonight. I'm going to be standing right there. I'm going to be yelling at Femi. I don't. I don't believe it. I don't believe his tweet. It's backhanded. It was. I'm not. I... See, that's the impact Aaron has. <laughs> you know, that's his little sarcastic. <laughs> Like uh, four foot, six and a half. Come on. You know, uh, hey, yeah, whoa, whoa. pessimist. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. no, no that's, that's, the, that's the impact he has. Maryland- See, Femi used to be a good person, <laughs> and, and now Aaron has ruined him. He's ruined him. Well, the three of us. How much do they have? The on, king, how much do they the have, bear, and the ginger. How we ride. Do, how much do they have on us not being able to make it through? I'll say they probably put the over under four weeks. Well, I'm out after tonight if the if the Browns oh, lose. Positive so. energy Come on, only. Browns. Positive energy only. And look, if you laid, if you took the four and a half, I don't care. Good. Oh, yeah, we're not rooting against seven you. to three. I don't. I can care less. Three nothing. Whatever. I'm not rooting. I let's go. Two nothing. You know. I mean, mm-hmm. I'd rather I'd rather be a, a blowout because that would just make me. You know. I just. Now you have three entries, and yes. you're gonna have. I use one of them, on and the you Browns haven't decided tonight. the other two yet. Yeah, I'm leaning towards the Texans. But imagine, I just the relief I'll have going into the weekend if the Browns take care of business tonight, knowing that gauntlet of a weekend where there's just nothing seems right. If I can get through the night, I'm pretty sure I'm going Texans Giants with my other two. Oh man, God bless you. I don't believe you, but uh, if if I don't get through tonight, then I have to get a little more conservative with my other two entries. All right, so we are uh, we're riding with the Browns. Let's go! I think they're mad. They just, I hope they're mad. They're, they're mad. Yeah, man, come on! No. You just blew. You let Joe Flacco, with less than two minutes to go, score fourteen points on you. Hey, I'm all for it. Have some have some pride, Cleveland. I have Nick Chubb in fantasy. Like I'm pulling for for 226 yards. Great. Three touchdown night for Fantastic. Go for it. All right, uh we will get the latest from behind the counter. Carl Johnson, Chick Jack Johnson from Beau Ravage down there in the Bayou. He will join us uh in 10 minutes. So we'll see where the money is coming in for tonight's NFL game. And also we got a couple college football games. Now, look we're riding in solidarity on the more important thing. But you and I going head-to-head here, and even you last night said, well, you know, that line's a little stinky. And what do you do? You went ahead and took the Chanticleers. Come on, man. What are we doing? Well, for me, this is a call on the quarterback. I'm a big Grayson McCall fan, so I hope he gets it done tonight. He may, he may not. I didn't do anything substantial. I'm on Georgia State. Um, I'm actually on both dogs. I like Georgia State. I like uh, I like Virginia Tech. I don't understand why West Virginia is a road favorite. They're not very good. Neither is Virginia Tech. 
Yeah, but, I put Virginia Tech in, behind the red tape, so I'm just going to leave them there. <laughs> Either I'm fading them or I'm not touching them, but at no point will I back the Hokies this year. Um, yeah, I would say if you uh, subscribe to the, uh, to the stank theory that I, uh, that I do, a 3-0 Coastal Carolina team is less than a field goal favorite against Georgia State. Yeah, but North Carolina was less than a touchdown favorite. Coming in undefeated ACC team, uh, one of the top quarterbacks in college football in Drake May. And didn't cover. I watched them. They competed uh, in that game. Should have won. won. Yeah. I saw the South Carolina game uh, in Columbia. Georgia State has a good team. They do. They're 0-3. They got upset last yeah. week against Charlotte. So uh, I'm riding with the Panthers. I just think Coastal's better on offense than Charlotte is, even with Charlotte's quarterback back. So I think they have success against I, this uh, I think Coast, Georgia State team. I think Coastal, you know, crowded. congrats on the 3-0 start. Uh, the Gardner-Webb victory was was very alarming. Um, it's hard to get up for Gardner-Webb. You can't lose to him, almost lose to him. Well, though. they didn't, though. Yeah, they won by four. Yeah. Congrats against a mediocre FCS see, team. See, see, don't get consumed by this industry. People get consumed. The actual teams only care about if they won or lost. Like, at the end of the year, if Coastal Carolina goes undefeated, Nobody's They're gonna not going to go undefeated. But I'm just saying. They're not even going to be close to going. They're going to lose tonight. Every undefeated team in college for NFL football right so now here's, think subconsciously here's, about winning all their so games. So here's my point, though, about Coastal Carolina. Because they've had so much success these last two years, they get the benefit of the doubt by the betters. And they're 3-0. Oh, yeah. I like people, Georgia State And team. people think this game, this is a, a situation where the team is on sale. So give me Georgia State. Uh, they're on. Did you uh, take them out right? I did. I took. I took. I took two. So I actually took a bad number because it went Why up. Why not to just two bet the money line? And I took the money line too. Oh. I have both. Good for you. I have both, and uh, I'm riding with the. Let's Hokies go, Grayson McCall. Yeah, you're a hater. You can't even watch the game. Whatever. Go call your high school football game. Um, getting back to uh, the main event on Thursday night. How do the Steelers win this game? Hopefully not in no way. I understand. Right. Yeah. I, I don't want it to I don't happen either. why you either. present me and put this dilemma Be- in front of me. Because we have... I have a survivor. Yes, I do too. Six million dollars on the line. You're going to ask me how the Steelers win the game? Because we host a gambling show. Yeah, they can't win it. They can't win. No. It's no, impossible. No shot. <laughs> I don't like when you say no shot. Yeah, no shot. I mean, if, Because that usually means it's going to happen. So if Cleveland turns the ball over sure. and, and gives Pittsburgh short fields, that enhances and increases What's the game plan? Pittsburgh's opportunity to win. If it's a windy, like blustery day like Max said it is when he was on the field, I can't see a conservative guy like Matt Canada who's had perfect weather in the first two games and not been willing to get aggressive and open the offense up. All of a sudden decide we're going to open it up when the wind's blowing 15, 20 miles an hour. So then it comes down to, okay, can the Pittsburgh offensive line dominate this Cleveland Brown front seven? I don't think they can. Well, we showed the PFF numbers of the Steelers' offensive line. It's not good. It has not been good. And I mean, and I know Max kind of discussed since that it's not all in the offensive line and, and what you guys talked about there might have well have been in Spanish. I had no idea what you're talking about. Um, but Najee Harris is averaging 2.9 yards per attempt, Sean. They right. can't get it going. Well, if they're counterstepping on duo, then that, that's a problem. But they also can't throw the ball. So the thing is, they haven't attempted it. Like you said, eight passes inside of the hash marks in two games. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Where's the money coming in? Where's that sharp action playing? A little weekend thoughts as well. We head 
down south to talk to our good friend Carl Johnson from behind the counter at Beau Ravage. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Just place a single first touchdown scorer prop bet on every Thursday night football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log into your account and download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then, wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any pro football game, and if your bet misses, you'll get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issue. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. It's funny we bring up Mississippi and Nevada. As that gentleman right there is Sean King. I am Tim Murray. Our next guest who joins us each and every Thursday in this spot. Go hang out with him down at the Beau Rivage in the great state of Mississippi is Carl Johnson at Jick Jack Johnson on Twitter. Carl, looking at it right now on my app. Pittsburgh catching four and a half with a total of 37 and a half as that total continues to go down. So what's the latest numbers from behind the counter on tonight's contest between the Steelers and Browns? Yeah. Hey, how you guys doing? So, yeah. So we opened this game uh, five and 38 and a half. And we are, you're right, Tim, we're at four and a half. Uh, that total's ticked down to 37 and a half. Uh, boy, that's low, but uh, that's where the money's going. So, yeah, that's where we're at. First of all, uh, how do I get a nickname like Jick Jack? <laughs> I mean, that that is so awesome. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> like, wh- from a prop market standpoint, Carl, how much action do you guys get down there at the Beau Rivage? Uh, you know, uh, uh, Sean, for, for this particular game, we, we hadn't got that much, to be honest with you. Um, you know, we got a lot of play on the game itself. But, uh, you, you know, I mean, look, you got – you got Trubisky going and you got Brissett going. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I think if we had Mahomes and, uh, you know, Brady going, I think we might have some more action on the props, but uh, not tonight. Yeah, I think a lot of money here, Tim, is on Trubisky under his passing yardage number. I think it's around 201, 207, somewhere in that range. But maybe a game people are staying away from as well. Any significant uh, sides? for this upcoming weekend's uh, NFL slate? Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's a couple, you know. Um, we got some really sharp money on Jacksonville. Uh, right now, Jacksonville catching the seven. Uh, right now, it's uh, you six, they got 62% of the money, uh, 35% tickets. So that tells you that, uh, you know, some, some sharp money's there. Also interesting, um, you know, something that caught my eye immediately when these numbers come out. So the the Kansas City game, I mean, we opened Kansas City at Indianapolis uh, six and a half, 49 and a half. Uh, so here's the kicker. I mean, right now the money's flowing all on Kansas City and the ticket count, uh, but yet that line moved down to minus five and a half. So, I, you know, I don't know where at in, the, in our system, but somewhere mm. in our system, I would be willing to bet that some respected money hit the hit the Colts at plus six and a half. Um, so yeah, that's what's this kind of reverse line move for us. A little weird situation because it puts that magic number of six right in the middle. So uh, just kind of caught my eye. Yeah, that is. Uh, 
I'll just say this, and you know, Carl, where we sit at Circa, there's a you know massive survivor contest. The the Chiefs situation, they should win. I don't know. It just gives me that weird kind of feeling that that something's up there in Indianapolis. You know, Pittman's coming back. Leonard should be back. Pierce should be back. Look, we know the Chiefs are a better team, but I don't know. Some Carl is just. It's one of those games where, like you mentioned, the world's on the Chiefs, but that line has ticked down a little bit, which kind of makes you think, right? Yeah, and, and you know, look, to be honest with you, the, the first two weeks of the season, uh, you know, has been outstanding for the books, most books, um, us in particular, for Beau Ravage, it's been really, really good. Uh, you know, I mean, look at the comebacks. Uh, look at the games this weekend, the Jets, Miami, and then Dallas winning outright against the Bengals was, uh, you know, those – Two Jets and Miami games, those two swing, big swings for us. And then Dallas winning outright. Uh, we lost a little bit on the Bills game and the Packers game, but it was a great, it's been a great week, great couple of weeks for the books. It's a crazy year so far. Yeah, that is, uh, that is certainly uh, one way to look at it. We're talking to Carl Johnson, racing sportsbook manager down at the Beau Rivage, uh, part of the BetMGM family, as you see right there in the background. Uh, Carl, let's uh, let's pivot to college football because I think there's a there's a bunch of fascinating games, and I'm curious what the action's been uh, because I saw one noted sportsbook talked about big bets coming in on Oregon State. Uh, I've seen other sportsbooks say that it's very popular on USC. So right now. And I know the casual better usually doesn't start firing until Saturday game day, but that Oregon State-USC game is really intriguing. Uh, What's the action been like for you guys so far? Uh, You you know, nothing substantial uh, so far, Tim. I mean, our our crowd will start rolling in tonight for the weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's just kind of, you know, it's Biloxi, Mississippi is is quite not, I mean, it's, it's, it's really good down here, the action. Uh, but it's uh, it doesn't have that same feel like Nevada does as far as the the, the week long betting. They start rolling in here about uh, uh, Thursday night, and we'll really pick up our college action. So far, has been better than our NFL action. We're just a college area, you know, right in the heart of the SEC. So. That'll start picking up tremendously here in the next couple of days or so. You know, Carl, speaking of that, with Alabama looking vulnerable in that game versus Texas, a national game, everybody saw it. Bama won, but they look far from the normal dominant Bama team. Being in Mississippi, what's the energy surrounding Lane Kiffin and the Rebels? Is there starting to be like maybe this undertone of this is the year maybe somebody can knock off the tide in the SEC West? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, down here, I mean, we get a lot of Alabama folks come in, a lot of, a lot of uh, Georgia folks. Uh, you know, right now it's looking like uh, uh, Georgia is the best team, believe it or not. I mean, they, you know, they lose 15 players to the draft last year, and you know, st- statistically wise, that defense is better than they were this time last year. So, uh, you know, as far as Ole Miss, they look. The people down here love Lane Kiffin. Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, I, I don't think that they, they're at that step where, you know, they're fixing to pass Alabama right now. I just don't – I don't see that. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to jump behind this Ole Miss 66-1 to to win the SEC. I, I want to get this trending. Ooh. This is going viral down there, Miss. You're about to get a huge influx of Ole Miss Futures tickets. I'll book your action. Hey, if, if they do that, they'll be partying down here just like they did in New Orleans, baby. I mean, it'll, it'll be a party. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know if uh, Lane's ready to beat Saban. We'll we'll see if uh, we'll see yeah. if we get there. But you know, Carl, last week we talked about it with LSU. We thought that was a good spot uh, for uh, for the Bayou Bengals. They get it done. They win that game outright as a short dog. Um, I'm curious your thoughts uh, of a big SEC showdown. Texas A&M gets the win over Miami. Gets the cover too. But the offense looks far from anything great. Sam Pittman's kind of in that role this weekend of a dog that he thrives in. So any thoughts on? Uh, Arkansas and A&M out of Jerry's world. Yeah, I mean, to, between us, I, look, I'm going to lean Arkansas in that one until Jimbo proves to me that he can score points. Uh, you, you know, I mean, he, 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 they can't score. Uh, so uh, Arkansas, I'm, I'm going with the Razorbacks on this one. Hey, uh, Carl, I want to circle back, though, just quickly, looking at the action. And I know, uh, once again, follow Carl on Twitter, at Jick Jack Johnson. I love your your updates every morning, uh, where They're the money's awesome. coming in. They're awesome. Um, so I was, I was watching it this morning, but for those who missed it, right now, as we are uh, about an hour or so away from kickoff here, what is the latest splits and action right now on uh, on Thursday Night Football with the Steelers and the Browns? Yeah, so right. I know you guys need the Browns. Yes, for your we do. Contest. Yeah, like uh, people need I, oxygen, Carl. We need the Browns, baby. <laughs> yeah, and look, I think you're on the right side of the game. All you guys need them to do is win. Just win. Right. Uh, Just win, baby. Yeah. Uh, so right now we're getting uh, uh, the Steelers bet uh, 65% of the money, 65% of the tickets. Um, you know, for this one, for me, um, that totals ticked down under. Look, the Browns, you, you guys were talking about the wind blowing there. That's going to hurt uh, Trubisky more than it is Cleveland. I mean, they, he can't throw the ball down the field. He averages five, 5.1 yards per pass downfield. So uh, Cleveland's going to want to run the football. Uh, you know, they eat up clock defensively. Uh, they control the clock also. Uh, so I think you guys are on the right side. I just don't know. Look, I'm a big Mike Tomlin fan, yeah, and uh, I think he'll find a way to keep this game close. So I like the Steelers plus four and a half, but I like Cleveland on the money line. There we go. Carl, that's fine with us. Find three to two. I don't care. Just find a way to win. Carl, we appreciate it. We'll see you on the Lombardi line this weekend. We'll talk to you next week. You guys have a good one. Good luck to you guys. I hope you Woo. win it. Thank you. Thank there you, he Carl. is. Carl Johnson down at the Beau Rivage in Mississippi. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.